What is up, guys? Episode eight. Uh, eight, maybe eight. Welcome to episode. Welcome to the podcast where I don't know what episode it is. I think it's eight. Mm. I'm happy I'm actually redoing this. I tried recording this a different way yesterday, um, and completely deleted the file. Anyway, but you know what? I was still a little sick yesterday. I'm about 91.5%, maybe 92% right now. I still have a little bit of a cough. If I sniff into the mic, I'm sorry. Just out of the gate, I'm sorry. Um, <coughs> see, sorry. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing it again today. Actually, it's good that I'm doing it again today. I had more time to think about it. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, uh, this is the first podcast since uh, we did the two and a half hour Joe Rogan-esque Adam Jackson podcast, which I, I can't believe how many people listened to that because that was a long one. Hopefully you broke it up into parts. Um, I don't, you know, we touched on so much, so much stuff. It was a great conversation. I, I, I you know, I think those are the best for me anyway. That's what I look for in a podcast. Uh hearing someone like that talk, um, who's at the, the top of, uh, of his game and, and for what he wants to be doing and, and hearing how it's, it's so similar with, with anything, with any, um, I don't know, line of work really weird. The similarities with everything are, are very much, very much the same. Um, so Adam, thank you, man, for coming on. Thank you for uh, making that sound great. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, 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 other than that, welcome. Welcome to episode eight. Mm. Like I said, you heard me say I was sick. Um, so I recorded that podcast with Adam um, Monday night. Monday night was a night that I, that I was coming down with being sick. I knew I was sick. I had been slamming Dayquil all day. I was seeing butterflies. I was hearing colors. <laughs> Um, I was self-medicating. I was drinking a ton of water, Pedialyte, pretty much like the entire Rite Aid self-care section, emergency. That was in my system on Monday. Um, now, I should have said, no, that's too late. I got to go home. I got I to gotta get rest because I know I'm getting sick. <coughs> How I got sick. <clears throat> this is the first time in my life I knew I was going to get sick from working too much. Um, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday before... Uh, it was just like a big culmination of stuff. It was like we had a ton of orders to get out. We had um, a bunch of inventory to print for a pop-up at uh, Cycle Bar. And I also had all of these samples, which sampling takes a long time to do, um, especially if like you're excited about it and you're experimenting for the new stuff. You want to take your time, and it's not just something you can do mindlessly. Like printing sometimes, you really want to think. So... Because we're a two-man team now, and we're looking for a third, everybody's kind of uh, shouldering the work and the brunt of it. Everybody's doing what needs to be done, as per usual. Um, but that means that I still take on a lot of the brunt of physical labor. So, um, so yeah, so Wednesday night, I was here to midnight. Uh, Thursday night, here to t past 10, 10.30. Uh, Friday night, uh, because of cycle bar, I did not have a Friday night. I did not have a pizza Friday. Um, stayed here till 10 on a goddamn Friday night. 
Saturday came back Saturday, <coughs> excuse me, did the samples, uh, to about seven on a Saturday. Didn't have a Saturday night. Um, and the whole time I'm going, I'm going to get sick cause I would leave exhausted. And when, you know, when you're just so tired, you don't want to eat. That's what was happening to me. Um, so I was like, I'm going to get sick. And our photo shoot on Sunday had actually moved up from 10 AM to 8 AM start time. And it was going to be a long one. Cause at eight, we were shooting our stuff. And then at 10, we do a warrior open call shoot where we invite anybody who wants to come in from anywhere, all over the state, however long you want to drive. There was a couple that brought their little boy in from Farmington. That's like two hours from here. So four hours round trip. Um, they wear the warrior, the strength shirts that we do. And they tell their story about something that they're going through a battle. Um, so it, it's, it's a very serious touching thing that requires a lot of attention and uh, full Sunday morning. I knew I was getting sick. So after that got done, went home, tried to medicate on Sunday. But of course, what did I do? I went and bought a razor scooter, <laughs> came back to the office, played on the razor scooter, kept working. So instead of going home at like noon, I got home at like four or five. And then going into that Monday, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta try to relax. And then of course I do a podcast where I had maybe two or three Coors Lights, the finest craft brew in the land. Talk for a while, miss some meals, call it a night. Happy I did it. I'm so happy we did that podcast. But all of last week, man, it was the sickest I've been during a release week where I had to like try to clear my throat, not look sick in my videos, all that kind of stuff. And it was crazy. I, I just, I was like, man, like I didn't, I wasn't throwing up. Didn't lose my appetite. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. But I had this cough that still, I still have a tiny bit that were my, my chest would burn. And, uh, obviously, uh, my voice was, uh, ridiculous. Anybody who heard me last week saw that, but just not myself. I, I didn't have my go-go energy and, um, and yeah, I mean, it's been a week and I'm about 90%. I just have this cough, tiny, tiny cough and that's it. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to say, um, now I don't, now I don't, I don't believe so I'm not an atheist, but I don't believe in religion. Um, I'm not one of those people who like will shout that in someone who's religious face. I, it, it, whatever you believe is what you believe. Just do not push it on me. Um, but I don't believe that there's nothing. I believe that there's something. And, uh, but I don't believe it's, it's the thing that a bearded man in the sky is going to send you to hell because you jack off when you're 12. Um, man, if that was the case, man, I, I, I got a first class freaking British Airways, freaking NASA type freaking DeLorean looking spaceship waiting for me to bring me to hell. Cause man, that's all I could do when I was 12. Happy we shared that moment guys. <laughs> um, what the hell was I saying? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I, I, but I think that there are like, I, I'm interested in what dreams are. I'm interested in what, uh, deja vu is. I have a lot of theories. Um, and we won't touch on that too much, but I will say that things happen for a reason and there are clues in your life, uh, that, that tell you when something's happening. So about two months ago, 
uh, maybe as many month month ago. Um, I had this really vivid dream, and now dreams nine times out of ten for me. Uh, again, not some some nights I don't remember them. Uh, the ones that I've had now that I'm older, when I do remember them, they are extremely vivid, and they are leaving a lesson, leaving me with a lesson, a metaphor, a clue. And it's all, I think, my subconscious of what I'm actually thinking about and what I need to do. Um, there's been some where um, I've made peace with people. Um, I've seen a friend who's passed. I've seen a grandparent, especially my grandfather. There's been some amazingly vivid dreams there that I'm just like, eh. it makes you question a lot of things. Anyway, this one was crazy. Um, I, I was getting dropped off to my old high school in Skowhegan, Maine. And anybody who knows where that is, uh, it's, it's a very long entryway from the main road to the high school in the back. I, I don't even know. I can't, ju- I can't judge how far things are. Maybe a quarter of a mile, maybe half a mile on this road to the school. Um, probably way off on that estimate. Um, but I, I get dropped off and I'm running as fast as I can. And as I'm running to the school, I don't, I would assume I was going to like speak to the school, I think, cause I've spoken there before to kids, but all along the left and left and right side of me were, um, people from my past and a lot of kids that I went to high school with. Um, which is really weird because I, I don't recall off the top of my head this many people's faces vividly in reality. But in my dream, <coughs> excuse me, I saw vivid faces that is like, what was he stored in my head that I just can't pull from? I mean, I people who I don't remember their names, but their faces were like clear as day. Um, and I'm running and I'm running and they're waving and they're like saying, slow down, slow down. So finally I, I hear my name called and I look over and, um, and, uh, I look over and I see a kid. Uh, so I, I went to, I was in the same grade as this kid's brother. He was two years ahead of me. So he was a senior when I was a sophomore and, you know, junior when I was a freshman and, and, um, this guy used to pick on me, give me the hardest fucking time, just a complete prick. Like when I picture his face in my head, I think this kid's a prick or thought. Um, but again, like I don't harbor any of that. It's high school. Like if you hold on to that stuff as an adult, like you, you gotta, you need to see someone seriously and talk about it because it's, it's just high school, man. Like, but full disclosure, I got fucking my ass kicked in grade school. I got made fun of. Um, some was warranted. Some was not. Um, Early on for me, it was a lot to do with my mother was a school teacher in the grade school that I went to. Um, so I don't, I don't know why kids, that's like something that kids made fun of me for a lot. My last name, kids made fun of me for, um, you know, in middle school, I, I was from a different town and a lot of these kids knew each other. So it was very hard. I tried to fit in. I've touched on this before. Um, high school, same type of thing, man, like just trying to fit in. Um, probably didn't act as, as good as I, I could have. Um, I really didn't fit into the end of high school my last year when I kind of found the weight room and became a football player and cut my bowl cut and trimmed my uni brow. <laughs> Did anybody even ever start noticing me or stop, or stop busting my balls, I should say. Um, but anyway, but this kid used to bust my balls and 
so I stop and he's in a he's in a wheelchair and I'm like what's up man and he says uh he says I see you're going pretty fast he's like you need to you need to slow down and I'm like really and he's like yeah he's like um I got a couple weeks to live he's like I have inoperable cancer or something like that and that I don't know why the wheelchair would would make it seem like he needs you know like he's cancer I don't know that's just maybe visually what my mind needed to produce anyway um and uh I was like huh and I kept running and then I woke up and that stuck with me I remember I told Amy about it and it was like I think the whole dream was a metaphor for running too fast not listening uh passing people by and someone who was an acquaintance in my life who was somebody who I don't even know why he was in this dream uh you know told me you know he was like I'm on my way out you need to slow down so it really irked me and I was like man I was like that really you know because I full disclosure I've been burning the candle at both ends for about three and a half four years now and again like I've talked about on here I I worked so hard for this uh, to get it to the point where it's at now that when the busyness came, I didn't want to let go of it and everything else became secondary. It was, you know, do I do this, all this printing that needs to be done or all this shipping, keep this momentum rolling or do I drop two hours of my day to go to the gym or do I eat or do I eat my six meals? I used to eat six meals a day. Um, you know, it was a lot of meal prep on a Sunday. Um, <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> that kind of stuff um so i i can't remember if i've touched on this before but i mean i'm now back in the gym and i'm now eating well again and a lot had to do with not this dream i mean this dream kickstarted it for sure but a lot of it had to do with just i always got by the last couple of years on the fact that i look like a muscular guy like when people see me they think oh you must work out and their jaws would hit the floor when i would say i've been to a gym in two years um so, so that was good enough for me. But then I started realizing, well, that doesn't really matter. You know, I, my body on the inside isn't good. You know, I'm not taking care of myself, um, you know, like I should be. I still have a silly goose time. I still have a glass of wine every night or two. Um, I don't drink a lot. When I do drink, it's a gin and tonic. Um, I don't drink hard alcohol. I don't smoke. Um, you know, I, I like to put a whole pizza in my face sometimes. Sometimes I want to do it. Sometimes I want to eat a one-pound cheeseburger. Sometimes I want to eat red snappers until I can't breathe. Like, that's just who I am. That's what I like. It's not all the time. Moderation. You know, I have McDonald's like twice a year. And the two times I have it twice a year, it's fucking glorious. Do I break out afterwards and have the worst case of like the, the McDonald's, like just worse stomach pains? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, but not all the time. So when we started getting busy, I, because I looked a certain way, I was like, well, I don't need to go to the gym. This is more important. I don't need to eat the right way. Uh, you know, sleep when I'm dead. All that bullshit people say. And um, so for three and a half, four years now, I've just been, you know, I haven't taken the best care of myself. And about a month and a half ago, when I started going back to the gym, I realized, you know, <clears throat> how much better can this company function than it already has if, if I'm a well-oiled machine? Because it's been running really well with me as like a broken down, uh, you know, I'm not broken down. I, let's see, malnourished, uh, not fueled up all the way. Um, owner. 
So I kind of took that into consideration and, um, and every and I had done you know I do a great job in the spring to the October with fishing. Fishing's like my thing where I'm like, okay, um, I can mentally check out now at six. I can go to a lake. I can go to the ocean. Three hours. I got a beer. I got music. I'm catching fish. It's just like alone. It's the greatest thing. Like that's my my centering kind of you know that's my thing that I do for myself. Um, the gym has helped with that. I, I leave here every day pretty much at 5.30. I walk to the building. I walk to um, the gym. I come back. I finish up my duties for the day. I'm usually home now by 8. That's pretty much my schedule. You know, in at 9, home by 8, 8.30. Um, that's just my work day. That's an average work day for me. And then and then I try to relax when I get home and do do no work. Um, but that lot, two weeks ago was a very uh, – uh, it was um, – you know, it just happened. I, ha- I had to do it. I had to do all of these things. I had no choice. If I didn't do it, they weren't going to get done. Uh, there was no way for me to get around that. Um, but I knew I was going to get sick. I mean, I, I mean, my knees hurt. My ankles hurt. I was malnourished. I wasn't drinking water. I stayed up too late. Um, and I got sick. And I paid the price. And I really struggled last week to find energy to um, be the normal person that people expect to see on the catalyst page. And, 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 you know, it affected, you know, it affected me mentally. Cause I was like, when I'm sick, I'm down on things. You know, I always second guess everything and decisions and things like that. So crazy part about this is, is that last week, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday was the worst night. So I had found this stuff called like, it was like Robitussin PM or like NyQuil, but it had like a soothing, like cough. It was like, felt like warm and minty. Anyway, I was slugging this shit down at night. And so needless to say, I was having some sweats and I was having some crazy dreams. And what do you think happened again? (laughs) I had the same dream. It was like an updated version of the dream I had a month ago. What is that? Same thing. Literally... Same dream, same kid, and he asked me if I had if I had took his advice, and I was like, I actually haven't. <laughs> I have actually. I, I have I have learned to take care, better care of myself because without me, this doesn't go, and I understand that um, at least for the time being. Um, so yeah, so I am doing a better job. I think especially last week taught me that um, I'm going to do the best I can to avoid putting myself in situations where I have to work 40 hours in three days because that actually happened. Um, But the gym side of it and the food side of it, I've been on top of that for a month now. You boys look at svelte. Not really. Started at 226, 227. I think I weighed 217.1 this morning. Buck naked right in the morning. I'm sure by the end of the day that – that fluctuates, but that's like almost like an eight, nine pound swing. Um, I'd like to be down to two Oh five, two Oh six. Last night I did, I did the heaviest dumbbells I've done in years. Uh, I did nineties on chest press for a set of six. Nice and strict. <laughs> My boobs hurt today. Uh, but anyway, what I'm trying to say is I'm making progress. Um, and I'm, um, I have, you know, I'm, I've, I got, look, I'm never going to stop drinking iced Americanos. Okay. I'm probably going to get a second one here in a minute, but I also have about a half a gallon of water in me already today. So I'm balancing it out. 
Moral of this story. Well, there's two takeaways. One, there's something. There's clues that are left to you throughout your life. Right now at 34, I could go two ways. I could be dead by 37 (laughs) if I continue down this path. Or I could pay a little bit more attention to my health, become a machine again like I was three years ago, four years ago, when I had all the fucking time in the world before we got busy, and then really run the business as it should be run. I mean, from the outside looking in, we run very well, but I want it to run that much better. And then the the uh, the other takeaway is that you're you know, I mean I I've always I've always had that mindset. I work, I work, I work. Sleep when I'm dead. Take the moment. Take the experience. Fuck it. You know whatever. We're all gonna be old one day. What have you? But uh, if you're not able to get to that point, um, it's not gonna matter. So um, I'm I am making it a point to make sure that my, my body is put first again and, um, and that I can not get sick for a week. I still have a cough right now, a week later, um, and have that affect uh, my day-to-day life because I hate being sick. So those are the two takeaways. And if anybody out there has any advice on what those dreams are, you let me know. That's it. But, <coughs> oh my God. <coughs> I'm not editing that out. That would be disrespectful, just like Chris D'Elia says. This is actually how I am. This is me. I'm a little, I'm, I'm not sick. It's got a little weird cough right now. A little weird cough. It, you should have heard it like three days ago. Um, I'm not editing that out. It's actually, that's real life. You're getting the real deal. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. So, yeah. So, this might be the shortest podcast uh, followed after. Oh, it's, it's coming directly after the longest podcast. So, there you go. Um, I guess the moral of the story would be, all kidding aside, is just pay attention to your body. Pay attention to signs. Um, things, I, I think, they don't scream right in your face. There aren't, like, huge things that get brought to your attention throughout your life. You kind of have to pay attention. They whisper in your ear. And uh, I think that was that for me. I'm not really sure why it was that particular kid. I don't understand, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but then, you know, sometimes I have the server dream and everybody who's waited tables knows what the server dream is. You're running around, you're in the weeds, you got 20 tables, you forget to go back to table for an hour. And when you finally go back to that table and they're looking at you disgusted, oops, guess what? You're naked from the waist down. <laughs> Literally ask any person who's been a waiter before it's called the server dream. Um, and you're embarrassed because you're, you know, your fucking sausage is out. <laughs> oh, and look who just stopped in. Perfect timing. I'm ra- Guys, literally, right, Ryan Caster just walked in. And I was literally about to sign off the podcast. And I was talking about the server dream. Nice. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? I do. I do. And yes, the man, the myth, the mini. <laughs> um, so... I guess that's a perfect way to end the podcast. Um, but Caster can confirm. I just told them, well, my server dream, my server dream is that I, I'm in the weeds. I got about 10 tables. I forget to go back to a table um, for about an hour. And when I finally arrive, I'm naked from the waist down. I think Beach did that. <laughs> well, the person he's referencing will never hear that, hear this, um, because Beach doesn't talk to any of us anymore. Anyway, guys... Um, 
Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening last week with the, the podcast with Adam. I know it was super long. Um, I got to get going. I got to get back to work. Um, if you have any questions at all, let me know. If you have any um, uh, future topics, any guests you want to see, like I always say, uh, it's on iTunes, Spotify, storiesforanothertime.podbean.com. Uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Take care.